we wouldn't be doing sexy work like we're doing if jobs paid more and or if there was a quicker hiring process. Because trust and believe, Sweet Pasta did not come to South Florida thinking, oh, let me show my booty hole online. Hey, you're listening to The Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. And this podcast is for all the princess hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Princess hoes and homies. It's Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. Thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe, leave a review, Share the podcast with a homie, all of that. Also, leave a donation on the Anchor website. Or just send me some money on Cash App. Sweet Pasta 1000. Hey! So, in today's episode, I am going to explain why I am a faceless adult content creator, a faceless online sexy worker. And special edition for Los Papis, because you know, Sweet pasta loves the Spanish niggas. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, I got a question from one of the fellas, one of the pursuers. Sweet pasta. Hey, why don't you show your face in your content? Okay, first of all, y'all know goodness well, y'all don't care about sweet pasta face. Y'all want to see these hairy princess parts. Let's not play these games. Nah, for real, for real. Initially, when I started creating online sexy work and content, the intention was mystery. Sweet Pasta, she is learning how to be seductive and sexy. Like, I know how to be raunchy and talk nasty, but Mastering the Art of Seduction, shout out to Robert Greene, really good book, highly suggest it. Uh, Being seductive, I wanted to add some mystery, and it was more so checks and balances, process of elimination. I thought to myself, well, if you're going to show your body online, you have to leave something to the imagination. So I thought to myself, hey, cover your face. Why not do that? And then as time went on, First, thank y'all for all the positive feedback. I got so much good feedback on how sexy I am. Love y'all, all my sweeties and my supporters. But as time went on, I realized that my privacy was priceless. And that's the second reason why I'm a faceless content creator. One of my mentors who's a media figure and has worked with multiple celebrities in the industry, she told me that you're going to want your privacy because there are celebrities who will pay any dollar amount to have their privacy like all the pictures, people approaching you in public, it gets old after a while. It gets exhausting. And I, myself, as sweet pasta, I'm so grateful. I can go to the gym, the gas station, car wash, whatever, and people not recognize me. Out of a year and some change of being sweet pasta, there's only been one person who's recognized me. And fortunately, they just hit me up on Snapchat. They did not approach me in public. And then lastly, the reason why I'm faceless is because The world isn't nice to sex workers or sexy workers. From personal experience, I have experienced drama in the workplace because of my sexy content. Also, I recently got my Airbnb account suspended because they said I contradicted the community guidelines. They found out that I was advertising my content and advertising myself on adult pages and platforms, and they didn't approve of that. And outside of my personal experiences, I just hear so many stories of sexy workers of how their families disown them once they discover they're doing sexy work teachers who lose their jobs because their employers found their of accounts on this podcast called money rehab there was an interview with a woman who was running for congress in pennsylvania and she received so much judgment because she was a stripper when she was younger and they made her step down 
as a volunteer soccer coach for girls because she was a stripper in the past. And she loved those girls so much. And just also hearing about online sexy workers who make so much money and how there's been accountants, lawyers, and banks who refuse to do business with them simply because they do sexy work. So those are all the reasons as to why I don't show my face. Mystery, privacy, and just the world ain't nice to sexy workers. And this actually makes me think of my experiences with being embarrassed and experience a little shame with being a sexy worker. But before we jump into the episode, you know, we got to do the word of the day. So today's word is jolt. According to Google, jolt means sudden feeling of shock, surprise, or disappointment. And the reason I chose this word is the person I'm going to describe in this episode, they made me feel a certain jolt. A surprise, like it was, it just caught me way off guard. So the poppy, we go call him Jaguar because he rocks a Jaguar chain. So one evening I was staying up late doing some online sexy work, you know, getting a coin and I got a call and the person, when I picked up the phone, they asked for me based on my stage name. And then I said, yeah, this is me. This is pasta. And then he had said my legal name. And I got scared for a moment because I thought it was someone from high school and I got super embarrassed. Like, I do not want people from my high school knowing I'm doing sexy work. And then I asked him, who is this? Then he started playing a guessing game and saying, you don't remember me from LA Fitness, the gym? And then I was completely confused because out of 1.5 years of living in South Florida, I've been to 14 different LA Fitnesses. And I'm a super social butterfly. I talk to everybody named mom. Who knows who you are? And at first, I thought it was this guy who I met at the LA Fitness in Coral Gables. And I remember him because right after he had quit his job, he tried to holler at me. And I'm thinking to myself, sir, you attracting a female, telling her that you don't have a stable source of income is not a way to get her attention. Complete turn off. But anyways, we started talking some more. And then I remembered who this guy was. It was summer or spring of 2021. I had just moved to Coral Gables. It's a really beautiful neighborhood in Miami. And I started my personal training sessions. And I'll never forget when I first met Jaguar. He walked into the training session and he was super smooth, confident, and he smelled good. And I remember him because he irritated me because I was doing my step ups and he was in my way. And I thought to myself, oh, he cute. Note to self, make sure you introduce yourself to him later. Because when I go to the gym, that's where I be Kono Saren hard. That's where I be flirting with all the poppies. And with Jaguar, he was so handsome. Big smile, big brown eyes, broad shoulders. And I remember us talking with each other, having conversation. And what I liked about him, he was very approachable. He wasn't arrogant like the other people at the gym who tried to ignore me. Even though I wasn't one of his clients, he would still take the time to talk with me, give me some fitness tips. He was very helpful. And I remember one conversation we had. We got unprofessional, and we were talking about sexual attraction. He mentioned, yeah, there's some really hot women here. You know, as time went on, you know, my taste evolved. I don't have a type. I find different things and aspects of women attractive. And I told him, like, well, I'm a poppy connoisseur. You know, I'll be practicing my Spanish online when I be on them online dating apps. And he started laughing and clowning me. He said, oh, how they be hitting you up? Hola, senorita. First of all, the poppies, they refer to me as hermosa. They're very polite. Thank you very much. 
Anyways, <laughs> but I didn't flirt with him too much or interact with him too, too much. I didn't want to distract him from his job. You know, one of the biggest insults I think you can do as a woman is interfere with a man's paper, his bread. But two, I didn't feel a retraction from his part because I would see him interact with other women smiling and he, he, and ha, ha. And I thought, well, that's what he want. You know, I thought he was into Hispanic women, not me. And plus he was younger. He had no beard. I was just like, I mean, you cute to look at, but I ain't going to take you too seriously. But anyways, as time went on, I had moved to a different area of South Florida, stopped going to that gym, and I came back and visit, found out he wasn't even working there anymore. And then I had hit him up on IG to stay in contact. So I was kind of sad. You know, that was my little homie. And then with me, sweet pasta, I'm always about abundance, spreading the wealth, putting people on. And I was looking for a personal trainer because I needed a new one. And I knew he was so passionate about fitness. So I hit him up on IG and I was like, hey, I'm looking for a fitness trainer. Do you, what are, what are your prices? What are your rates? Like, how much you charge? And then he curved me. And then I wasn't sure if he was on some arrogant Cuban stuff because, you know, there's arrogance and then there's Cuban, men. <laughs> or I was thinking, hmm, he probably curved me because he doesn't even believe in himself, like his business endeavors. He probably doesn't even have his business, personal training business, organized enough to even start generating revenue. Because, you know, four agreements don't take nothing personal. Anyways, fast forward, back into current time, We, him and I are on the phone, and I was just like, whoa, why are you hitting me up? And then he was like, yo, I want to have a meetup with you. And I was thinking to myself, you? You wasn't really checking for me. At least I didn't think he was. I, I, was, I was just really thrown off. I was like, nah, I'm not even in your area. We can't even do a meetup. And then I hung up the phone because I felt like it was a waste of time. We weren't near each other. He wasn't go- wasn't going to slide on me. I was chilling, doing my thing. And then after we hung up, he started blowing up my phone. He was like, come see me, woo, woo, woo. Then he sent a screenshot of one of my sexy pictures, you know, big smile, had a wig on. He was like, ooh, you look so sexy in this picture. And then he sent me a video on my Instagram of him shirtless, handing his body going down where he was jerking off. And then he sent me a follow-up text message saying, hey, did you get my video? And then he texted me the same video he sent me on IG to my phone. And it just really threw me off. First, because my association with him, Jaguar, was being a sweet, professional gentleman. And I had to remind myself he was a gentleman and professional and had those boundaries because he was in a workplace setting. Like, he's still a whole man. And... It just reminded me how people's sexual desires, it brings out the animal in them. Like, how uncontrollable. Like, when you're horny, it's, it makes you act like a different person. And I was just like, ugh, I'm glad we stopped talking with each other. So, what can we learn from this? First things first, to all my princess hoes, pride. The first P of princess hotivity. We can't be allowing people to make us feel bad for the type of work that we do. Sex work is is work. We provide a service. We make people happy. Ain't no way around it. Don't don't hate the play. hate the game. Shout out to the Slutrepreneur podcast. Oh my gosh, Rebecca Blue is my role model. I love me some her. Can't get enough of her. And she reminds me to be proud of the sexy work that I do and the coin that you can get. And one of her mantras that she has is something along the words of, I choose to show my body and accept all the consequences of it. 
or that comes with it, something along those lines. And I love that mantra because it just brings out the courage in me as a sexy worker. It it reminds me to step into it with boldness and just be humble. Like, yeah, it's a quick little coin showing your booty hole online, but understand that it comes with responsibilities. You know, every action has a reaction, you know, doing sexy work. Someone may see it. They may hurt your feelings, may judge you. Some drama may come, but you have to take responsibility for your work as a sexy worker. So don't hide from it. Be proud of it. Do your best. And I also think about the book, one of my favorite books ever, Change My Life, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And it talks about how we should never have regret on the actions that we've taken in the past because it was reflecting of our thought process at the time. So I think about myself getting older, you know, 50, 60 years old, and telling myself I will not judge my younger self because at the time, sexy work was taking care of me. Like, don't be ashamed of it, princess hoes. Get your coin. Second thing, priorities. The second P of princess hotivity. We are not going to allow people to shame us for our sexy work. One, because we wouldn't be doing sexy work like we're doing if jobs paid more and or if there was a quicker hiring process. Because trust and believe, Sweet Pasta did not come to South Florida thinking, oh, let me show my booty hole online. No, I wanted to go the traditional job route. But what do you do when you waiting for jobs to hit you back after your job interviews? Just saying. And at the end of the day, judgment, opinions, don't pay the bills. They don't pay for your trips to the spa. They don't put gas in your tank. So, boop, there it is. Get paid, little, get paid. Third, Princess O's, when it comes to these fake pursuers, these guys, these fellows, whatever you want to call them, believe them when you see his actions. That's something Sweet Pasta is learning at age 30. That's what 2022 has really taught me. When he show you who he is, believe it. Because I ain't going for I had a crush on Jaguar. And when we had our interaction, when he hit me up and just showed his sexuality, his horniness, and how he conducted himself, it just really showed me his character. And it shows me how guys act different when you glow up, when you get pretty, when they see you outside your ugliness. Because, you know, the gym, I was showing up like a hot mess. And it also just showed me how guys act when they're horny. And Princess Souls don't always be flattered when a guy showers you with compliments. Honestly, some of these guys, not all, but some of these fellas, these fake pursuers, their flattery is rooted in super horniness. Like, you're not even that pretty to him. You're just a cum bucket that's in proximity to him. Like, you you accessible to him. So don't be caught up in all the flattery. Like, he's just trying to bust a nut. Some, not all. And at the end of the day, you're not missing out. You know, something else I've learned in 2022, along with paying attention to a pursuer or a fake pursuer's actions, is understanding that sometimes, you know, you have a big imagination. You know, we put these guys on the pedestal and we see more potential in them than they see in themselves. Don't don't get too caught up in a hype misinterpreting. Don't give these guys too much credit, more than they deserve. Like, let his actions determine what you think of him. Don't start creating things and romanticizing his potential. To my fellas, my pursuers, first things first, princess hoes, women, we do not want dick pics. We do not want dick pics. What do we not want? Dick pics. I don't know what shorty told you that that was cute, but throw that back in a towel. Put that back in a toolbox. Leave that in 2022. Don't bring that into 2023. 
We do not want to see your eggplant. The only thing we want to see is notifications that you send us some money on Cash App, PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, what have you. Do not send us no dick pics. We don't want it. Okay. Secondly, stay anonymous. If you stumble upon a sexy worker that you know, that you met in real life, maybe y'all went to grammar school together, high school, college, I used to work together, stay anonymous because it, it just makes us feel weird. And or the another reason why I say stay anonymous, it's kind of sexy, you know, like a glory hole. Ooh, that's one of my favorite porn genres. Uh, glory hole, like the mysteriousness, the mystery of it all. Just stay anonymous. Don't announce who you are. Just am, admire from afar. Don't make us uncomfortable. Third, do not bully sex workers. First of all, if you bully sex workers, sexy workers online, you're super dumb because every time you comment on our posts, you boost our algorithm, a.k.a. making us more visible, a.k.a. building our brand. Because think of social media and the algorithm like a hamster wheel. The hamster wheel keeps going the more con- the more comments and reactions that posts receive. So if you want to see a sex worker fail, ignore their posts because the name of the game is visibility. And when you comment, you're making their posts more visible. And also when it comes to strip clubs, escort websites and all that, supply and demand. The only way you know this individual is a sex worker, sexy worker, what have you, is if you're using the service yourself. You're consuming it yourself. So you're judging someone this person's income is existent because you're a consumer. And then lastly, tell my fellows and my pursuers, if you have a princess ho who was a sex worker, a sexy worker, please don't judge her. She's a good person. Her line of work is not reflecting of her character. There, It was just a way to make money, and she probably did that sexy work when she was younger. And people evolve. Who she was back then... And I say she because I'm a she. Who she was back then is different from who she is now. So don't disregard her. Don't shame her, judge her just because she was a sexy worker in the past. She's who her sexual identity is, is way different from who she is outside of that workplace setting. Well, that's my podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure y'all subscribe to all my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Sweet Pasta 1000, because I don't keep it 100, I keep it 1000. Also, my TikTok, I love Sweet Pasta 1000. And of course, OnlyFans, Sweet Pasta 1000. Because you know, your girl got body, but she also got bills. And all my princess hoes, remember, stay pretty, stay positive, and if no one else loves you, Sweet Pasta does. Okay, I gotta go. Bye.